Wallaby, wallaby, oh, ah, wallaby. Wallaby, wallaby, you're the cutest that can be. Wallaby. I said a wallaby. Ba-dum, bum, bum. Bing, bing, bing. Okay, so we're going to stop. The... Just in case we haven't driven away Australia yet. <laughs> right. I want to keep it going. <laughs> Another Game week. Kangaroos and koala bears. Crikey. <laughs> Shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Can you tell we recorded this shortly after the last episode? Because <laughs> we did. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's uh, been a week. Because whew, even even if that were the case, I cannot resist the opportunity to do an accent. <laughs> a cute New Zealand accent. A cute New Zealand accent. Uh, we better be careful with that. I actually, the funny thing is, uh, when I was in, when I lived in Vancouver, uh, I worked with a fellow who was from Australia mm-hmm. and, um, he, we got to talking about the, the Simpsons episode where they go to Australia. <laughs> and, uh, of course, as one does with Australians. And, uh, he informed me that they cocked it all up because... <laughs> Uh, everybody was doing basically New Zealand accents. Oh. Apparently it's it's a very fine difference, but yeah. it has to do with the, uh, the A's and the E's and the way they're pronounced. Well, I think um, that's even like, I, well, we had this discussion on a mini episode before between like American and Canadian accents. Yeah, like uh, they think we say about when really we're just saying we're lazy with when we say about. Yeah, it's like a very, very, very subtle difference. At least to me, maybe to other people, it's super obvious. But yeah, I think I think it's a pretty cl- unless they're like you know, get my gun, then it's like pretty obvious. <laughs> Did you just spell that with an I? G I T M A G U N. Yeah, I don't get see the problem. Doot doot doot. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Michael <laughs> or Doc, whatever you want to be called. <laughs> <laughs> um all right well i am brendan and i'm nathan and that was our cold open right did you like it struth <laughs> i thought you said groot <laughs> i am groot <laughs> oh my god paul hogan as the voice of groot <laughs> yahoo serious as rocket raccoon <laughs> that's not a branch <laughs> Oh my god. Well, <sighs> this is a mini episode. It is. And, and we are talking about... What are we talking about, Nathan? Well, we're actually, this week, we're going to talk about uh, soundtracks. Mm. More specifically, really good soundtracks to really bad movies. Yes, indeed. One of those uh, things where you're like, this movie was garbage, but man, I need to own that soundtrack. Yep, and I have one in my head that I better get out before I lose it. <laughs> okay. Because I had a hard time thinking about this, because I was like, man, a lot of movies rock and soundtracks, I think I usually end up enjoying, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say right now, now, Cameron Crowe has made some great movie. He's made Almost Famous, amazing movie. Yeah, Love that movie. But he also made a couple turns. Okay. And this movie came out, I think, ooh, 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's called Aloha. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> it has a terrific soundtrack. It's full of, like, 
you know, 80s, 90s hits and, uh, you know, great rock songs. I can't even, I can't, I don't remember specifically the songs in it because I kind of blocked this movie out of my memory. Yeah. But I remember being like, wow, I am digging this soundtrack for this fucking garbage pile of a movie. <laughs> and when I say garbage, I mean, this is a movie directed, written and directed by Cameron Crowe. So, you know, of Almost Famous and, like, Say Anything, Jerry Maguire, you're like, you know, great movies. Mm-hmm. But, and, and it has Bradley Cooper, Emma Stone, Rachel McAdams, like, uh, John Krasinski, like, a great cast. Oh, is that the one where he got a lot of shit for whitewashing the cast? Oh, yeah, how they cast Emma Stone as, like, a... Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that was... Because she was supposed to be, like, one-eighth Chinese or something. Okay. And Emma Stone played her, and I was like, well, one-eighth Chinese, like, with that? I don't know if that's... It takes me back to that fantastic joke from The Ref when Dennis Leary's <laughs> pretending to be Dr. Wong. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, if I know this isn't about the soundtrack, but <laughs> there's the point at the end of the movie where the rest of the family shows up, and Gus, played by Dennis Leary, who is the burglar, uh, says... He's going to pretend to be their marriage therapist for uh, Kevin Spacey and the wife. The, the wife. <laughs> Kevin Spacey and wife. I. It, it's a shame because she's actually a really good actress. You Julie. know what? I'll look it up. Talk about it. Talk about it. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, so anyways, he pretends to be Dr. Wong and he's introducing himself and the mother goes, Wong, you're... Oh, Wong. Judy Davis. Judy Davis. There we go. And uh, so he says to the he says to the mother, uh, uh, "Well, my mother was Irish, and she and your father wasn't." Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, the nineties. Mm. Fantastic. Right? One of my favorite Christmas movies. Well, where where were we when we got up to that? Because uh, we were talking about Aloha. Right. And yes. Yeah, it's the, a terrible movie. And yeah. we'll probably actually have to do it one day because there's it's there's a lot about it that's kind of bonkers. There's like weird plot elements that don't really tie into anything. Yeah. And Bill Murray is in it and doesn't get to do anything. That's a shame. It's a waste of a Bill Murray. It's a waste of like, but like you heard that cast, like it's a waste of everyone. It's insane how good the cast is, and it's like a great writer director. But I should have known something was up after Elizabeth Town happened. Oh, the charismatic enigma known as Orlando Bloom. Oh, do you, <laughs> do you mean the uh, churched up Garden State? Is that what it was? Well, I mean. I've I've heard the comparison between the two. Like the Garden State is uh, smaller with a lot more heart, whereas Elizabethtown is is what attempts to be a really polished up version of Garden State. Yeah, and like there, are, like Garden State, I think I like a little bit less than when I watched it at first because I think it was it feels like more of a hipster movie now. Fair, I guess. But it's 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 definitely you know it's it's uh, you can tell it's a very personal movie mm-hmm. uh, made by Zach Braff, and it's a good movie. But yes, Elizabeth Town, not so great. Aloha, ten million times worse. <laughs> so that's my that's my pick. Okay. 
What do you What do you got? Uh, for me, I guess the one that always stands out the most for me is uh, Batman Forever. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good one. Because that movie is garbage. I don't care. Fight me. I will. Uh, my. I don't think you're breath. gonna get too many people fighting you. Because <laughs> that movie, the it is only worsened, or it is only. It only appears better when standing next to Batman and Robin. Because that, that is even worse. <laughs> Somehow. But it's just like, it's kind of like, oh, you know what? I've taken a step down off of a two-inch curb. That's how much worse Batman and Robin is than Batman Forever. Because both are garbage. And you're not even a, a, a person who says, like, the only good part of Batman Forever is Jim Carrey, right? No, I don't even care for Jim Carrey in that movie. Wow. Because that's the only thing I like in that movie. And, well, maybe Tommy Lee Jones. The only thing I like about Batman Batman Forever is that fantastic story about Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones. I cannot sanction your buffoonery. I, um, I thought you were going to say the only thing... I uh, I don't like, or the only thing I like about Batman Forever is that it's not Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's fair. Uh, but the soundtrack has, uh, you know, a really good U2 tune on it, even though I'm not a big U2 fan. That's It's still a pretty solid song by them. Uh, it's got that Kiss from a Rose by Seal, which was a massive hit for him that year. It's got "Keep 'Em Separated" by The Offsprings. It's it's a solid, solid soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, that's the song I always think of. Kiss from a rose, oh, oh. you know. It's like we're only paying fifteen bucks for that cover. <laughs> the one who uh, <laughs> the one who got attacked by wolves in Popstar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I totally agree with that one. Um, I think like Batman and Robin had like a decent soundtrack too. Yeah. But, and it's a worse movie. <laughs> and, I mean, there are other movies that, I guess, they're not awful, at mm. least in my opinion, awful movies, but they are movies where the soundtrack definitely eclipsed the movie. Uh, right. When I think of that, I immediately think of Judgment Night. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I was that a third episode? Because it's got, like, Helmet, House of Pain... Like, oh, some really, really good metal and hip-hop happening on that soundtrack. Um, another one is the Spawn soundtrack. Another movie we covered. <laughs> uh, but it's got, like... It, that one is... Man, mash up the album. <laughs> because it's... it And not that, like, it's, it's mixed... All the songs are two songs mixed together, but it's... More often than not, <laughs> that would be amazing, right? All mashups, just. <laughs> but uh, it's actually all the songs are uh, genre uh, genres mixing, like uh, Goldie and Marilyn Manson, or uh, and Henry Rollins, and some like those kinds of uh, those kinds of songs, like mm. where you're mixing two different genres, and it works really well, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we also asked our listeners. We did. To, uh, <laughs> wait, was that a question? No, nope, we did. Oh, I thought you were like, we did? Affirming it, yep. <laughs> uh, we, also asked our, <laughs> we also asked our listeners, oh, there we go. Right. 
to uh, to give our, their examples of you know movies they did not care for, but the soundtracks they liked a lot more. Okay. So uh, some of these I'm gonna have to defer to you because I don't remember. Some of them I haven't seen, and some of them I just don't remember what the soundtracks even were. Yeah. So first one comes up. I this one I'm a little more familiar with. This is from uh, at cinema underscore recall mm-hmm. cinema recall podcast. Uh, Tron Legacy. I listened to that soundtrack more than watched the actual movie, mainly because of Daft Punk's involvement. That's fair. I'm not a big Daft Punk guy, but I mean, if you're a fan of their music and they're featured heavily on the soundtrack, it makes sense. I've always heard, like, good things about Tron Legacy, but, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah. I've, I've heard nothing but complaints. Really? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Could be. No, it's, 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 again... Art is subjective, right? So I No. Mean... <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? You're right. Um this is a movie that was not super well received. I'm thinking of a different movie. Okay. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Art is not subjective though. That is uh, it's, it's not. It's not we, at all. We we've decide we decide on what's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, postal. <laughs> No, we're, we were 100% right. There is no subjectivity to that. I don't care what Brent says. That movie is garbage. It's a dumpster fight. Fu- we're getting off. We're getting off. <laughs> fight us, Brent. Fight us. Just remember our Australian accents. Post. Karaoke. Goodbye. <laughs> cool. Shrimp on the barbie. Back to sound tricks. Okay. Foster's. <laughs> Eat back steakhouse. Uh, ELI if movies says that's okay can i just say first before you read that comment okay when you were saying eilf movies for some reason i was thinking that song where uh that randy newman song where he's like i got that elo <laughs> oh see you we, we're back we're, we're, we're back, back to where we should be da, 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 da. you know what song i'm talking about talking about soundtrack with brandon so what does eilf movies say Bringing up my messenger, reading what Steve said. Oh my god, 20 hour <laughs> episode of mini episode. Uh, Steve, or everything I learned from movies, said Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. I don't remember the soundtrack. Well, uh, here's a track listing for you, and I gotta say, man, you know what, I can, if you're, if you're big into R&B... This this would definitely be the fucking this would be your tits right here. Boys to uh, Men, uh, Janet Jackson, okay, uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, uh, sure, have a tune on there. Um, Timberland, uh, Brian McKnight, yep, Montel Jordan, okay, um, R. Kelly, you know, for when you need pee break. Or uh, yeah, like I'm not a big fan of R. Kelly as a singer, but again, a better person. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, uh, <laughs> he's a great guy. That's what all the the news stories are right now about that how how good of a guy he is, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. So yeah, it does look like it was pretty solid, and uh, all music gave it three stars, but uh, rap reviews gave it um, seven out of ten. So I mean, what do the audience reviews say? I don't know. I'm just looking at the. Uh, <laughs> Wikipedia entry for it. This was the worst ride ever. <laughs> I waited in line for ten hours. Six singles off of that soundtrack. Oh wow! So I mean, that's okay. solid right there. Yeah. 
And, of course, the movie is hot garbage. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. First one's entertaining. Second one, eh, That's even a stretch. Eh, I, I don't know. I mean, I liked that at the time. Maybe not anymore. But yeah. For what it was, I mean, as far as Eddie Murphy bombs, that was one of the better ones. Yeah. But the second one is terrible. There's, like, a giant hamster, and it, like, rapes an old man or something. I thought that was the, I, that was the first one. Oh, no, that's the second one. Is it? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's the second one, because a giant hamster rapes Larry Miller. Yeah, I know. I thought that was the first one for some reason. No, the first one's a little less bananas. Okay. Um, our next one comes from, ooh, this is a person who has been on our show. Mm-hmm. At the Coatsabulous, that's Josh Coatsabasakis, and no, I'm not spelling that. <laughs> Just think of fabulous and take off the F and put the K-O-T-S. There you okay, go. Okay, very good. He said Suicide Squad, which is an episode that he was on. Yep. I will agree. It's a great soundtrack. However, I mean, this has nothing to do with the quality of the soundtrack. The music was great. But I don't feel like it was utilized very well in the movie. No, it's it's kind of like they're like, hey, that Guardians of the Galaxy film's got a bunch of oldies and fun music in it. Let's throw a bunch of oldies and fun music in our movie. That's yeah, it was similar. It felt very like they added the music in at a very late stage where they didn't even plan on having music because some of the scene, like remember the scene where they're getting ready and they're playing like that Eminem song. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that doesn't super fit that well. It's a good, it's an entertaining song. Again, but... I felt that it fit because in the video, uh, Dre and Eminem play Batman and Robin. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny said, last action hero. And yeah. I got to agree because that movie has a fantastic soundtrack. Okay, so what kind of stuff we get in this movie? Uh, with that one, you get an ACDC tune. Okay. Uh, and also, uh, there's a Megadeth one. Yahoo uh, Serious. Aerosmith is on there. I wish Yahoo Serious was on there. <laughs> He's the last action hero. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, Magic ticket. But in, in all seriousness, uh, to kind of expound on... You know, some of the tunes that you get from that soundtrack. Like I said, ACDC has one big gun. Uh, our good friend Wesley Pipes was using that for his entrance theme last time I was at a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Alice in Chains tune with What the Hell Have I? And Megadeth, Angry Again. Queensryche's on there. We got Def Leppard, Anthrax, a live version of Dream On by Aerosmith. Uh, Cock the Hammer by Cypress Hill, and uh, even a uh, song by Buckethead. Okay. So, it's it it definitely is a soundtrack that is far superior to the movie. <laughs> Not a great movie. No, but, but a fantastic soundtrack. But it does have Tom Noonan. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, it gets a point. Um, it's also, like, super long, I remember. Yes, overly long. For something that should be, you know, light and fun. And has one of those, like, late 80s, early 90s, like, shit kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm, I'm the I'm the sidekick, I can die. Yeah, ugh. He's, like, worse than Eddie Furlong. 
<laughs> that's, that's saying something. Yeah. Uh, before we continue with the oh, list, sorry. I did have another one uh, okay. popped into my head. Uh, Crow, City of Angels. Oh, is that the Nick Cage, Meg Ryan movie? Or is no. it just Meg Ryan? The, the sequel to The oh, Crow. Oh, I thought that was the one where, like, wait. Oh, I'm thinking of just City of Angels. Yeah, that's just City of Angels. But Crow, City of Angels. How the uh, fuck did they get away with that? Well, it's set in Los Angeles. No, but there's two movies basically called City of Angels? Well, no, this one's The Crow, colon, City of Angels. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of weird. Like, <laughs> it's kind of weird they basically have the same title except for The Crow thing. I, w- I would love to think now that there were a bunch of couples in the mid to late 90s who were <laughs> sorely disappointed because they were thought they were getting a romantic Jennifer Lopez, Nicolas Cage movie. Jennifer Lopez? Was it Jennifer Lopez? No. Who the fuck uh, was it? Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Meg Ryan and Nicolas Cage. Uh, romantic Heartstring movie. Heartstring tugger. Right? Yeah. And they ended up getting uh, fucking Iggy Pop and Richard Brooks uh, being evil and insane. <laughs> Co-starring yes. uh, a Power Ranger. <laughs> In costume, right? I, I wish. But <laughs> the soundtrack yeah. is fantastic. It's got... Um, uh, was it uh, Gold Dust Woman? Okay. Is that, no, or maybe that's the third Crow movie. No, that's the that's the yeah. No, that's the second one. Uh, so it's like one of the few whole songs that I really like. Uh, plus, I think it's got a Rob Zombie tune on it. It's it's pretty solid. But I mean, those movies are just about as much about the music as they are the actual movie. Because the first soundtrack, uh, you know, for the original Crow movies, pretty fucking great as well. Thomas Jane is in the second one? Yes. He plays Nemo, so he's a fish? <laughs> he's definitely got some fish eyes going on, I'll tell you oh, that. Dear. Well, Crow City of Angels, coming soon? Sure. <laughs> I'm well, assuming. I'll, you know what? I would do that one, and we could technically do the third one as well, because it was released in theaters in Europe. Uh, second one looks great so the second one is awesome like i you know what if you want uh if you want a contentious episode where you shit on it and i defend it that's the movie for us but didn't you just say a bad movie with a great soundtrack it's you know what it's no what i mean is that it's in my opinion it's a movie that was eclipsed by the soundtrack uh, i still think it was a fine movie it's a better soundtrack but it's a fine movie and okay. I am in the minority of that opinion. You're you're not a minority, Nathan. Uh, in the regards to my opinion of the Crow, City of Angels, I am. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, listen to our latest episode where Nathan thinks he's, he's a minority. minority. Yeah. Crocky truth at that oh. steakhouse Foster's <laughs> at NomCastPod says. Godzilla, 1998. And they list Foo Fighters, Rage Against the Machine, Ben Folds 5, Jimmy Page, with Puff Daddy, question mark, exclamation mark. Yep. And the Wallflowers. And then he said, and then they say, and one terrible movie. There's also a Green Day tune on there as well. Huh. Yeah, I remember Godzilla was, uh, had that, the, the Jimmy Page song was huge. Yes. So much so that he was on, uh, 
him and and Puff Daddy were on Saturday Night Live uh, performing it. Yep. Uh, well, uh, Haunted Ride, and also South of Grace. Uh, both of them really like the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack. Ooh. Um, I don't. You've I'm seen not... that, right? You're a big fan. No. Oh, not seen seen or read, uh, because I got the gist of it when those books hit, and all the moms at work were reading it and thought they were so edgy and naughty, and they're all trying to they're all, they're all whisper talking about safe words and and uh, dungeons and kinks and stuff like that, and I'm like, I know what you guys are talking about. And it sounds to me like you got some sort of Cliff Notes version of what sadomasochism is. Now, if you guys want to talk about gimp masks and ball gags, uh, and they stopped talking about it altogether. <laughs> I've got a movie you can watch, and it's called Pulp Fiction. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking a look real quick at the soundtrack for Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. And let's see the track listing. Had some singles, too. Have a few, quite a few, um, but the track listing has Rob uh, Zombie, Iggy Pop, I put a spell on you, Screaming Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> no, Screaming Jay Hawkins was it? But it was performed by actually it was written by Screaming Jay, performed by Annie Lennox. I don't know any of these songs. <sighs> Love me like you do. Uh, performed by Love Ellie Goulding. Love me like you do. No, don't touch me like you do. Stop it. Haunted by, uh, performed by Beyonce. I'm on Fire, which is a Bruce Springsteen song, but it was performed by uh, a Wall Nation. A Wall Nation. Okay, sure. So, it looks to me like it's a fantastic cover album. (laughs) I think this is like outside of my music knowledge wheelhouse. (laughs) Okay. Like I all these tunes you're not I'm like mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. Oh they but they did have uh Beast of Burden uh performed <gasps> by the Rolling Stones. Oh so well, there that's you go. Spot on. Oh my god, is that during a sex scene? I hope so. I hope so. I'm not gonna watch it to find out because You may oh, have to. Fuck you. Please don't do that to me, because honest to God, I will bring some hard retaliation. It's a bad movie though. It is. And you will receive a worse movie in return. But I'm not going to enjoy it either. Okay. <laughs> Why can't we do a bad movie on our bad movie show? <laughs> we can, Brendan, we can. But just know that as Einstein figured out, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. But you say that like, I'm going to enjoy Fifty Shades. I just think the people want to hear us talk about it, Nathan. Like they wanted to hear us talk about muck? Exactly. Actually, given to us by an Australian. (laughs) Fifty Shades is in the hat, by the way. (laughs) Oh, grand. So, if it comes up, it is not my fault. (laughs) Um, And actually, kind of to dovetail into the whole Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Yeah. uh, South of Grace actually mentions that Twilight has amazing soundtracks as well. Uh, a interesting tidbit, because it's a tidbit that's interesting, because a tidbit that's interesting tidbits. Fifty Shades of Grey started out as Twilight fan fiction. And that's why it's great. 
Actually, Nathan, I will tell you right now, if we do Fifty Shades of Grey, I'm telling you, there are so many parts where you will laugh hard. Oh, I'm sure I will. I just, it's, it's, and I'm, I'm, I'm only half kidding about it, bringing the pain. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, it's, it's way more tolerable than I'd say half the movies we've done. Okay. I mean, you, I would rather, I would watch that movie twice than watch Muck again. Well, well, that's fair. Or Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. We do have we do have our litmus test. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Does it pass the postal test? Yes. <laughs> yeah, anything does. The last one is from at suck my fanfic. You just left that in there because it's a fantastic Twitter handle. I did because this person also says uh, many people dislike Suicide Squad, but the soundtrack was killer. Yeah, there just you used not that well. Just used a gr- used obnoxiously in the movie, but a good soundtrack. Yeah. But yeah. Um, any more you want to add yourself before we wrap this up? No, I think I've kind of. I think I've kind of. Ca- Breaking two, Electric <laughs> Boogaloo, possibly. Uh, I mean that just because of the early R and B stuff and some really cool breakdancing tunes. Beat Street. Beat Street had a fantastic uh, soundtrack as well. Uh, you got served. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never seen it. Okay. <laughs> but it, I, I can, I can probably confirm the terrible part. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, anything with Kid in Play. Okay. Because, <laughs> uh, they're 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 excellent musicians, and as far as actors go, they are excellent musicians. <laughs> Yes. As far it's like as far as Academy Award hosts go, <laughs> Anne Hathaway and James Franco are great people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I guess we'll put a little bow on that. You want to make a nice little bow? And there. Perfect. That, oh, that's lovely. Thank you. I I actually uh, got several merit badges in not tying. You knew how to prepare for this podcast. That's right. All right. Well, with all that being said, I guess I should announce our next movie. Ladies and gentlemen, press the button. Boop. As of 6 a.m. this morning, we are formally at war with the Kill Ratty. In the final battle for Earth. A team of untested pilots. Lieutenant J.G., Christopher Blair. Todd, Maniac Marshal. Lieutenant Commander Devereux. Is our last hope. Did you just do that to impress me? For survival. Prepare for the jump. Wish me luck. Gear up. Battle stations, battle stations. Lock on. Yeah! And strike back. That's not bad. From 20th Century Fox. Get out! Get out! I really don't like this guy at all, man. Freddie Prince Jr., Saffron Burroughs, Matthew Lillard, Jackie Cario. I got two more bogeys coming in hot, six o'clock. This year. All right, ladies, let's do it. At the edge of the universe, all hell will break loose. Wing Commander. I love this baby! That's right. I don't know what to expect. Because I've never seen this movie. It was a, if I, like, when I come back on this show, please do this movie request from Jason. So we are watching Wing Commander. See, and when you did your clue, 
last week. What was uh, what was it? Video game movies late nineties. Late nineties. Yeah. Yeah. See, if I'd been the one crafting so eloquently the suggestion of hint for this movie, I would have like, where's Mark Hamill and the lion faced guy? See that. That shows that you have more knowledge of this movie than I do. <laughs> I know nothing about the source material. I know nothing about this movie. All well, all I know is that Freddie Prince Jr. and the great Matthew Lillard are in it, and they're in it to win it. Yes. So we'll find out all about that next week. Uh, I feel like yeah, you guys should go watch it. I you know what? It is absolutely in our wheelhouse. And I don't feel it's one of those movies where it'll be like, oh my god, why the fuck did we waste our time with this movie? You know what? We should just plan right now between the two of us to pretend in front of Jason that it's the greatest thing we've ever seen. (laughs) Or does he have a hate on for it? Uh, He just has a little... little, thing to get you ready for next week folks uh jason i think described this as one of the worst things he's ever seen oh but he's a big star trek guy isn't he and a gamer right so i feel that given those two things he would absolutely have felt slighted by this movie's existence this is true (laughs) well wing commanders next week nathan where can we find your little uh buddy montrose and then i'm not Again, I am not referring to your penis. <laughs> My little primate buddy is on YouTube. Uh, he has his channel Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, he's been covering the Stanley Cup playoffs as of late. Uh, and you can also you know, be friends with him on Facebook, Montrose Monkington III, Esquire, and Friends. And you can also hit him up on Twitter, at Montrose the Third. That's the number 3RD. And uh, you know what? He's, uh, for, for a little fella that has no opposable thumbs, he's more than glad to chat with you on, uh, on Twitter and on Facebook. And, you know, hit him up, send him a comment, or like and subscribe and share on YouTube. Thank you. More later. Thank you. This now. You can also find us, this podcast, on all the podcatchers. Podbean. Just go to www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, everything. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at www.ttpodcast. You can uh, also find us on Redbubble. We've got stuff. Just search for us. We are there. We're also on Patreon.com slash WWTTPodcast. Sign up today and get a lot of cool uh, added benefits like uh, early access to episodes, uh, picking the movie. You can choose to torture us if you'd like. Or Or reward us with, like, (laughs) brain scan. Yeah, as long as it's, like... I mean, Nathan, we should say right now, we do bad movies. Bad to questionable movies. Mm-hmm. Now, while not all of these movies have been torturous dental surgery, um, <laughs> they all have an element of being a bad movie. Yes. So, as long as it's a questionable or cheesy movie, we're down. Mm-hmm. Don't give us, like, Citizen Kane. <laughs> I'm not doing an episode pretending that I hate a classic movie. <laughs> Maybe on April Fool's. Ooh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you could give us that, or you, uh, there's even a tier where you can sign up and be a guest on our show. And we would love to have you as well, uh, as we did with uh, Biker Boys. Exactly. 
Biker Boys classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have that uh, Last Supper painting, I think, on the Twitter page. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so there's that. And, of course, we're on Facebook. Just search for... A, I don't know why I had an accent there for a second. We're on Facebook. Dude, we've been accenting since last week. <laughs> I know. Well, why did a southern one creep in? Doot, doot, doot. I got an idea as to why. <laughs> of course, we're on Facebook. Uh, just search what were they thinking and what were they thinking interactive with Facebook group you can even suggest movies on that group we're not always going to be like oh yeah we'll do this next week but we'll put it in the old suggestion box mm-hmm. uh, and if it's something maybe it's something we kind of didn't even realize be like oh that movie oh shit we need to do that movie uh, and yeah oh god Nathan I almost forgot we are about to hit listeners choice month in we June are and that is uh, something... A bad idea all the time. <laughs> Letting the internet tell you what to do. I love our fans. I love our listeners. But I do feel that sometimes these movies come from a place of spite. Uh, I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> Muck. <laughs> right. right. Oh, I guess... <laughs> he actually said... It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and I think you need to say it. I'm paraphrasing, but that's about it. So, I mean, today it's May 2nd, so we'll say if you send in your picks uh, by next week, May 9th. Yeah. Sound good? All right. Send in your picks by May 9th. You can send it to uh, send it to us on Twitter. You can even email us if you want. www.ttpodcast.gmail.com Twitter's probably the easiest one, though. Just tag us, and you can pick up to five movies. We put them all in the bag, and basically the rules are please, please theatrical releases. Uh, just because the other, the non-theatrical ones can be a little hard to find. Uh, if we can't find it, we won't be able to do it. <laughs> like, Unfortunately, just, yes. Yeah. So, um, of course, the rules are if we pick, if you get one of your picks chosen, um, that's it for your picks. That is going to be, like, your name is taken out. And we, just so, you know, people get more of a fair shot. Right. So, make them count. You don't have to pick five, but that's the max. I think that's it. I th- yeah, so next week is uh, Wing Commander. So, that mini episode haven't been, all having been said... Because that's some good English. Nathan. I'm letting it pass. It's fine, Brandon. Thank you. I passed the grammar police. We're letting you off with a warning this time. As opposed to Grandma Police, the character that we all loved in Police Academy 4. Right? I haven't seen it. I've seen it. Citizens on Patrol? Fantastic David Spade movie. He's in it. He plays a skateboarder. You have coming soon. Putting, I'm bringing up the list right now. Police Academy Four. God damn, skipping right to four, eh? It, it's it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it it is. It really is. But it's a bad movie. It's it's kind of bad, yeah. Okay. It includes David Spade and Steve Gutenberg. Oh, okay. Mini episode in the bag, in the hat, cover closed. Garbage, ki- garbage pail kids are in there. We've put the diver's helmet on. Mm-hmm. Nathan, do you have any questions? Nope, not a one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Yep. <laughs>
uh well i no okay i suppose like i got a i suppose a quick question okay um i mean in in an episode uh where we talked about great or at the very least good soundtracks from all right to just fucking terrible movies mm-hmm. we didn't once mention Ben and Arthur <laughs> what were we thinking what's up friends Seamus here and I host the podcast Chewed Gum every episode of Chewed Gum we look at specific films television and anything else entertainment or art we critique it we give it our best opinions and some random information that you might have never known so tune in on your favorite podcast player today or visit dramacityproductions.com slash chewed gum and find out what I think about some of the most popular and unpopular entertainment out there. Thanks for listening. And now back to your regular scheduled programming. Um, who's actually listening to you idiots? Grum. Hi everyone, I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. And And we we make make up the Cutaways Podcast. We're watching the good, the bad, and the essentials of the romantic comedy genre. So far, we've fallen in love with Cary Grant, met up with our terrible friend, pal Joey, and had the desire to run our fingers through Patrick Dempsey's hair. Join our slumber party for your ears every other week, brought to you in stereo from our blanket fort in Hollywood, California. You can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Our digital blanket fort can be found at thecutaways.com. If you are the social butterfly types, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Bye!